You listen to the new one from Brian Andrew Wilson. The song is called With Every Beat of My Heart. I'm excited to have live in studio once again, Mr. Brian Andrew Wilson. Brian, (laughs) I like this song. Thank you. Thank you. It's got a nice groove to it, and it's different. It's different for me, even. How so? I grew up quartet, actually. And so then I guess I kind of like mer- uh, went from there, transitioned into hymns, and then from hymns to choir songs. And okay. uh, I guess that's what the Mississippi Mass Choir, then from now you have this almost uh, open garage sound, you know, on this track right here. So I think it's, but I think it's also indicative of the time that we're in. We, we, this, this, this is a universal sound, a cultural emergence that's taking place in the body of Christ, and even in music in general, you know. So I think there's a certain level of uh, relativity that kind of crosses. And it's good to have songs that sound different, yeah. you know, and that's that's kind of why I gravitate to it. It's different. Yeah. And sometimes when I'm programming the music, I got to be careful because right. I'll play a song and play another song and it sounds so similar to the song I just played. Right. <laughs> so it's good. Diversity yeah. is good in the music. And I was reading something about you. Yes. It was talking about cross into the secular side, how it's okay sometimes for CCM artists to sing about life. Right. But not so much for our subgenre right. of Christian music. But you've done some things on the other side. You have a song it's now successful on another genre. Talk about that. Yes, I have a song that is successful in different genre. It is uh, <laughs> Only You. And you know what I feel? That being a Christian and being a believer is our stance and where we are with Jesus Christ. And I think that Jesus Christ had experiences. And sometimes I think that we as the, as the body don't allow other believers to have a full experience of what Jesus wanted us to do. And he wanted us to love one another. And so the songs that I'm dealing with now is a love song because in my life, I now I now have the woman of God that you know God has ordained for me, right? So prior to that, I wasn't singing about love songs because all I was doing was fasting and praying in Jesus' name. So, so you were that, singing about so I was and singing praying. about fasting and praying in Jesus' name. <laughs> but now that like the songs of Solomon, like David, like the Book of Psalms, like in Ecclesiastes, like in Proverbs 31, we hear the women of God and we hear women in church talk about I'm a Proverbs 31 woman. Well, if you're a Proverbs 31 woman, you're going to want a Bible 66 man, right? And you want him to love you the way that Christ loved the church. Mm. And the way Christ loved the church is that he put her first. He loved her so much that he was willing to die for her. He Mm. loved her so much that he gave her everything that he had. He said, what's mine is now yours. And I think when we begin to implement that in the body and let people know it's okay to show love. For example, the church I grew up in, I didn't see my pastor and first lady kids. I never saw them hold hands. You know, where I was no. from, you know, it was like, that's a sin. Hi, y'all shop. You know, do that in the back. The devil, you know, that's for the home base. You know, instead of, you know, so we grew up, we didn't know how to, we didn't know what we should do. You understand what I'm saying? So you so, you made it up. Right. We made it up, right? Experiencing. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, so this is a, pay, a phase of my life that I feel that God is allowing me to freely express the love that he has given me for mm. her. Amen. Yeah, so and that's and so it's coming out since I'm a, a musician, since I'm a singer. You look so and that's where lit up when you talk about it. Oh, uh, thank you. <laughs> you do. You have this. You you do have a different look than when you. If, that's a good thing. And of course, I've been 
part of your journey. Yes, you have. From that 25-year place. Yes, you really have. And uh, I get the chance to play your music and have gotten to see your evolution over the years. And it's exciting to see you just to continue to reinvent yourself and continue to do different things and continue to travel and you're from Illinois, and then you're in D.C., and I just asked you, how long have you been in Atlanta? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, yes. So you're moving around, and you're following God, and you're happy. I am. And I was reading about it, and it says that you had some challenges getting to this place. Yes. You'd had some failed relationships yes. and some other things. But all of those things kind of squeeze out these great songs, they, right? They do. You know, your experiences help define you and help mold you, you know, into who you are. You, you'll look at things differently. You'll look at things and people differently. You'll even look at yourself. That's the main thing. You'll view yourself oh. differently. You'll find out, okay, I don't like this. I do like this. I was right here. I was wrong here. I was here. wrong here. You know, okay. so, and so you have to be, right. okay. yes, you okay. have to be objective and you take every experience as a lesson. And if you take every experience as a lesson, then you'll always pass in life. Because whenever it represents itself, you'll know the right way to go. You'll know the right answer to take. And that's the way I feel with uh, anything, right? So especially as it pertains to relationships, you know, had some failed relationships, had some good relationships, you know, had some okay, had some relationships. I'm like, you ready? You ready? Yeah, let's end it. You know, (laughs) know? this is done. (laughs) Yeah, this is done. It was nice. But, you know, but and it all leads to where God wants you to. If you really believe that Romans 8 and 28 says, and we know that all things work together for the good. Nothing that you faced was for your demise. It was only for your good. And once I realized that in every aspect of my life, then I'm like, I'm looking forward to the next. And when you get the next, then you'll understand it was the best. That's good. That's a great perspective because sometimes those experiences can make you bitter and you're not looking forward to the next. You're always looking backwards. But it's exciting that you have that perspective because I'm sure a lot of people that encounter you now can learn from those examples, those real life examples. Real examples. Because sometimes our leaders, we think, you know, they haven't gone through anything. They don't know what I'm right, going through. Right, right, But you're very right. transparent in saying yes. that, yeah, I made some mistakes. Yeah, I made some bad ones. Absolutely. I did some good and I did some bad. Right. But a lot of times our leaders aren't willing to say, I, I didn't do that right. And and I think that's that's crucial. That's important. Even Jesus said, he got to a point in his ministry, Robin, he said, I don't want to do this. Jesus said, I don't want to die for none of these people. He said, that's I, what he said. If it's another way, if it's let's, another way, let's take that route. Let's take that route. <laughs> Let's take that. So that's because it gets hard, right? But I love that part of Jesus' ministry because he said he was transparent. You saw the man show up. You saw the frailty show up. You saw you saw the individual who says that I can't do this by myself. And if I did it by myself, I would mess up. Mm. And that's when the help and the unctioning and the power of the Lord struck in his spirit. And he says, but nevertheless, not my will, your will be done. Wow. And, and that's what you're doing. And that's what I'm Ladies doing. Ladies and gentlemen, talking with Brian Andrew Wilson. Oh, yeah. He's live in studio with the song that you're hearing in the background. It's called With Every Beat of My Heart. The song is available everywhere, right? Everywhere. iTunes. Everywhere. Er, er, everywhere for everybody. You know, so <laughs> <laughs> you can it's pick it up. Everywhere. It's, doing, it's doing pretty well. Some radio stations are playing it. Yes. So you got music everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. That's pretty exciting, though. It, it's new for it's you, new, right? It's new for me. It's new for me. And every day, you know, sometimes you don't know what to expect. Mm-hmm. You know, And one thing about an artist, you know, when you do something new, you don't know. You have that certain level of 
a reservation, like, are they going to like it? Were they going to play it? Oh, my gosh. They're going to say, what are they going to say? Did they like it? And sometimes my, you know, Bill will call me and be like, well, I got news. So I'll be like, I don't want to know. They don't like this one. <laughs> I don't want to know. He'll be like, no, it's good. I'll be like, okay, well, go ahead and tell me. You know, so. Oh, so don't be like that. <laughs> I mean, you go from a song like This Time, which is the last song we played before right. this one, to a song like this from Put You First all completely different completely songs different. in two years. <laughs> you know what, Robin? Completely. I'm good with it, though. I'm good with it. I love because, it. Because, let's say here, because the little boy that sang His Eyes on the Sparrow yes. was 10. Yes. And you say that people are still having you sing that song. Let me tell you, I went to Florida not too long ago, and I sang, and the power of God See, moved, and, and, and all of this happened, and... And then after all of that great experience with God, they said, uh, can you see his eyes on the sparrow? I said, y'all could have asked me that 35 minutes ago. <laughs> after I did all this. After I did all this. Y'all really I, came to hear Y'all really came to hear that. Eyes on the and, but I sang it, and, you know, it's still funny to see, you know, kids, little kids, eight and six and seven-year-olds, you know, still come up to me and, you know, tell me that they sing the rendition, you know, that I sang decades later. And so it still blows my mind to know that I had that kind of impact. And every once in a while I'm on Facebook and they'll say, oh, look Can at this little sing? kid going Can viral. <laughs> I'm like, you know he's a grown man with a mortgage. Now. How about <laughs> it? And that video is still getting... Still. I'll get celebrities that will at me on their page or I had a CNN uh, reporter at me on his page with it. And you never know what you do today, how it will affect lives, Mm. years and generations to come. 25 years later, that song is still ministering to people. And you were 10. 10 years old. 10 years old. In fact, let's rewind just a little bit. How did you start singing? Well, my family, uh, they were quartet singers. My grandfather, I always tell this, he helped teach B.B. King how to play the guitar in the Delta of Mississippi. So he had that guitar quartet vibe in our family. There's 12 brothers and sisters, um, my my aunts rather. And so it was almost like a rites of passage for my family to sing Thanksgiving, Christmas, whatever the case may was, you know, you had to sing. Well, one day I would go out every morning and every afternoon after school and I would go on my porch, my front porch, and I would just sing to the blades of grass and I would pretend to the blades of to grass. To the blades of grass. Oh, okay. And each blade was a person. This this was my imagination as a okay. kid. You still see that thing. And too. I still I still see in that I'm back there. I I, 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 transport I, I, I see it in your face. <laughs> and so and I would pretend when the wind blew that God was pleased with it and everybody was shouting. That was just my mind. My mindset. So one day my neighbor videotaped me. And they sent it to Malico Records, and uh, Malico Records was like, "Whoa, let's let's bring this kid down." I didn't know what I was doing, Robin. I just thought we was taking a trip, so I had my little Nintendo at Game Boy. We drove to Mississippi, and I Game went Boy. into Malico Records. I met Tommy Couch at the time, and I didn't know it was an audition. They said, "Well, you sing something," and I was like, "Oh, okay." So I, I sang his eyes on a sparrow, and they fell out their chairs. Right? Didn't know that they setting up a whole record deal for me, about to change my life. I'm just thinking I'm going down south, you know, to visit the people. And turns out from that experience, and even up until the actual recording, I did not know the magnitude of what was happening. You know, I didn't. You were just doing what you do. I was just doing what I what I was. What I was doing with my to mother. The blades of grass. Sing to the blades of grass. Yeah, it's just now y'all people, you know. <laughs> For you real. Some real people. It's real people. So that's what I was doing. So I'll never forget after the recording of the sparrow, my little brother, my older brother said, You know, people going to be wanting to sing like you now. I was like, Me? You know, I'm still listening to LaShawn Pace and listening to James Moore and the Clark sisters and John V. Key. I'm like, They want to sing like they want to sing like me? He's like, I'm telling you, they are. So I'll never forget, I was washing dishes. 
one Sunday morning getting ready for church, Bobby Jones, Dr. Bobby Jones show was on. And the video played, and I was like, oh, that's me. my God, that's me. You know, I'll, if the phone was ringing off the hook, and, and then I would go different places, people recognize me. I'm like, I'm still getting whoopings. Y'all think I'm famous? You know, <laughs> I'm still watching well, dishes. They shouldn't be whooping me, and I shouldn't be watching these dishes because I'm on television. Right, you know, so, but I thank God even for that type of rearing. You know, my mother put it in me at a young age, you know, listen, God's great. You're just the vessel. You know, it's God's gifting. You're just the vessel. And so she would do things, I think, intentionally as I'm older, I, I realize to keep me humble, you know, because it's easy for a little kid to. It's easy for adults. Hello. <laughs> hello. A mic check. And so to get, you know, puffed up and forget that it's not about I you. See it every day. So and that and I and I still keep that, you know, with me every day, every every day of my life that I'm fortunate. I'm blessed. I'm, it's not that I'm so great or so wonderful. I'm just blessed. You're a vessel, and I'm he's given you a gift. Yes, yes. And I'm so glad that you're a good steward of it. Thank you. A great steward of it, because I, I do meet a lot of people that are not very good stewards. Right. So it's, it's a good <laughs> steward of his gift that understands, most of all, where the gifting comes from. Right. That it's not yours, and he right. could just snatch it any moment if he wanted to. Any but, moment. But he gave any it to moment. you, and you're being very responsible with it. And wow. so you continue to make great music that blesses people. That's why I sit where I sit. Somebody on the other side can hear wow. great music, and I'm glad that people like you make great music for me to play. Thank you. Because sometimes um, it's not <laughs> so great. It's not so great, huh? <laughs> like, mm. not Sometimes it's not so great. But we want the music to be exciting. We yes. want the music to be good. We want the music to be productive produce well we want the music to have a great message yes so many things and sometimes uh, those elements are missing but right. so thank right. god that you this time put you first i really like put you first was 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 really thank you i appreciate that that's, that's true. i love but, it uh it but, my, my it, brother and i actually really my brother and i and a friend of ours uh he sent me uh, a sample of a song and i was like i kind of like this and so i listened to it and once we got into the studio, it kind of took on a different nature, the vibe of it. And after a while, I was like, wait a minute, I'm feeling this. Uh, no, I love it. It's really, I think it's a beautiful song. It kind of has a Stevie kind of feel to it at a certain part of it. And then, you know, you kind of feel like that John P. Key Rance Allen drive, drive coming at, at the, the end. end. Yeah, you're coming at the end. Yeah, you hit some notes in that and one, it, too. Thank you so much, Brother. yes, man. Brother. <laughs> you did. I was like, oh, you still got something. still got it. Yeah, yeah so... <laughs> Yeah, yeah so. you did. You did. Yeah. You hit some great notes. Great songs coming over the past few years. Yeah. And I'm excited about your divergence now to other genres because some people do. They, they demonize other formats. Right. And while we don't demonize other formats, we have a, a format, a yes. sound, yes. an audience. Yes. And people, when they turn to the gospel station, they want to hear that message. That's yes. the message that they're looking and for. that's absolutely right. And um, there are other stations, and yes. I'm excited about your song as being played on other stations. <laughs> we got one. They got one. <laughs> Amen. We got one. They got one. But when they turn on the gospel station, yes. and they find the gospel station, they're looking for something. Like when they yes. walk into a sanctuary, they're looking they are for him and so we try to play music that that points them to him right that nothing against the other no. genres at all no. i i listen to them too <laughs> but you said something very powerful you said music that points us to him and that's what music does it points in a direction 
It does. Regardless, that's why they have it in what uh, anthems and commercials mm-hmm. because it gets to the subconscious and it points you to something. It motivates you to something. And I feel like if there is a need in our life, if there's a void, can't nobody do it but Jesus. Can't nobody fix it but Jesus. Nothing but the gospel of Jesus Christ is the power unto salvation which we are saved. So whenever there's a need, I because I I am a navigate. I'm an advocate for the tambourine and the organ. You know, I'm, I'm here for all of it. Like I said, I was raised on squalling. You know, okay. when I was brought up, you know, if you weren't squalling, they thought you wasn't singing. You, you know? do a so, little bit of squalling in, in your church? Say it again. In your church now? Do you do a little bit of Yeah, I do. I, I do squall in my church. Okay. It's in me. Uh, Let me tell you something. I listen to C.L. Franklin like oh it Lord. is. I know. <laughs> I don't even know many millennials who listen to who even know who he is, but I listen to him. And so sometimes, you know, on Sunday morning, on Sunday, like, oh, you go there. Yeah, do yeah you? I go there. Oh yeah. my, go all the way, <laughs> go okay. all the way there. But and that's the dynamic of my ministry, freedom. It's called freedom. You know, it's it's an atmosphere that I feel that God can move to produce whatever move He wants to reach the people at that moment. You know, there are some people that come in. And, you know, we give the taught word, you know, we're teaching, very practical, very applicable, very Joel Osteen-ish, if you will, you know, very Joseph Prince, you know, then there's those moments when it comes in, and then it's very uh, C.L. Franklin, and then it's very sometimes, you know, whatever the cases may be, you know, uh, different other preachers, you know, that have that um, persona that gives you that gut bucket kind right, of preaching, right? Right. So uh so you get all of that. And that's kinda like an infusion of my personality too. Wow. You know, I, I love to laugh. I love I'm serious. I love to read articles. I'm a CNN junkie, whatever the case may be. You know, so I'm just I try to use every gift and every layer of my life, you know, someone can be reached through that and by that, through that catalyst. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, talking with Brian Andrew Wilson. New song, With Every Beat of My Heart, available everywhere. Now, is this a part of a full project, this song? Well, this is basically, yes, from the 1% Project. I have to have my, my other mind here. Yeah, help I see. <laughs> uh, the 1% Project was one of the first projects that, well, the second project that uh, self-produced um, and co-produced. Uh, it had a single Turning Away on it and some other songs. Another oh. song called Pick Me that... I'm kind of revisiting okay. here lately that uh, I didn't know that I liked it much, as much until recently. And so it's on a full project, the 1%, and that even the title came from, you know, the scripture says Jesus will leave the 99 to go and find the one. And it let us know just how important the 1% is to God. You know, sometimes you can have all things together and have everything together, but he still cares about that 1% of your life mm. or that 1% of that person. He that's wants good. the totality of who we are. So that's where the project came from, the 1%. And so that's where you can find with every beat of my heart on there. Okay. So yeah. we got a full project out there. Go and stream it, buy it, download it, do whatever you got to do. Oh, yeah. Get it. And I think around here somewhere I, I have an actual physical copy of the one percent how about that how about in 2020 2020 about it so you can even buy it you can go to to the outlets and get a cd yes you if can that's what you like i still get people i was just in tulsa oklahoma and i was telling them well you know you can download it they said no i want the cd and it was just almost so weird for me because i'm like oh yeah you just go right on your phone and play. they're like no i want the cd mm, they still you want know, them they still want the cd they and, still want them. and i still i'm like that as well you know some, something nostalgic just excited about having you here once again excited about your ministry excited about your music now you've been through some things you just mentioned the word millennial that you are a millennial speak to the millennials out there that may be struggling 
with this faith thing, because as a pastor, as an artist, both secular and sacred, you can speak to some areas and as somebody in love, you can speak to so many areas having gone through so many things. Speak to the millennials out there and say something to them that's going to keep them connected to faith when so many things are discouraging, especially in the church. We've talked about some of those today. I think the first thing that I would want to say and establish is that God is real and that he has an identity and that he is someone that really loves you and that even if you don't know him or even if you don't believe in him at this particular moment, he still believes in you. And because he believes in you, I promise you're going to have an experience that will cause you to understand this loving God. His name is not the universe. His name is not life source. His name is not any of those other things that we want to uh, inclusively and even exclusively use. But he came through the person of Jesus Christ. And I don't care what other books and what other people say. He's real. And he's just like a drink. He's just like a food. If you try it and you know it's good. You're going to want more of it. And that's the way God is. If you try him, you're going to know him. You're going to want him and you're going to want more of him. So as a millennial, I'm letting you know there's an alternative route, but there's only one way. And that's through Jesus Christ. There's only one way. Hey, man, that's good. That's a good word because it's not yes. what it was oh, uh, when we no. grew up. Not at all. Oh, the no. climate of, of things now is so much different. And even inside the, the four walls. You know, we have to have answers, not just from the Bible, but we have to have some answers with our own life experiences. Uh-oh. And I think that's where millennials, where we are now, you know, you can't just come up to them and say, you, uh, see it. Uh, you know, what Moses said, no, what did you say? What? What, how did you deal with it? You know, and how does it match up to this? How book does it match? You're showing me what you showing me, and how's going to help me pay for this car note? That's where millennials are. We have to make God applicable, and this is something that I say in my own ministry. We have to demystify this walk with God, and making them feel like it's so spiritual. Oh no, He is a Father. He's not just a God, but He's a Father. You're a son. You're a daughter. And when I talk to my mother, when I talk to my father, I don't, I, I, I'm reverence. But I'm like, hey, ma, your pops. Right. I got an answer. I got a question, you know. Right. And they respond to me in love knowing that I don't know it. And I think when we present God to, to the millennials in a way that he knows that you don't know, so he's not going to try to beat you up every time you come to him. or every time. He wants to love you. The Bible says, with loving kindness have I drawn you. Mm. It says, with repentance have I caused men. With goodness have I caused men to repent. So when we present him as a loving father, they're going to want to know him. Right. He wants you to be blessed. I wish above all things that your soul will prosper. He wants you to be in good health. He wants you to have the best, mm-hmm. you know? And so I think once we let them know, and that's what my goal is, to tell millennials, listen, it's not just about a rigid structure, but it's about a tight relationship with me. But we say thank you thank for you. stopping by today. Yo, this You've had the whole amazing. hour, man. I can't believe it's been an hour. Already. I know, right? We could probably talk a little longer, but wow. we're, we're going to let you go. Tell us what's next for Brian Andrew Wilson. What's next for Brian Andrew Wilson? Well, there will be definitely more music coming Amen. out. I'm working on it as of right now. Uh, some songs that the Lord has given me. Uh, so be sure to keep attuned to that. Uh, uh, are we going to hear something about this Valentine? Yes, we're going to hear something about this Valentine very soon. Okay, I'm looking forward and to that. I'm looking forward to you looking forward to it. <laughs> 
Valentine's. So it's going to be an awesome Valentine's for me. I think a life changing one. And, uh, and all those around me. And so Aww. it's, uh, you know, I'm just at a good place. So that's going to happen as far as ministry keep going forward. And just expect some big things. And, and as you stated prior, you know, I'm going to keep re- 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 uh, renovating myself. Renovating. Renovating. I'm going to renovate. Hey, that could be a word, huh? Uh, okay. Huh? Write a song about Come it. Come on, renovate. <laughs> <laughs> Being innovative and reinventing myself, you know, that I can be the best that I can in every season of my life. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, Brian Andrew Wilson, how can people keep up with you, Brian? Through brianwilson.com as well as on Instagram is Brian Andrew Wilson. That's B-R-Y-A-N, Brian Andrew Wilson on Instagram and Brian Andrew Wilson on Facebook as well as I am Brian Wilson on Twitter. That's B-R-Y-A-N. 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 And he's got the A in his name. Yes. got to remember that A. That A. That A. The Andrew. <laughs> Andrew. Andro. Brian strong a. man. That's what it means. Is that what it means? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, awesome. Man. Awesome. Thanks for stopping by. We appreciate you, you and keep doing what God has called you to I do. Will. Never know next time you come what's going to be going on with right. you. You can't predict. <laughs> Talk about running for president. Yeah, is that going to be it? <laughs> mm, I, I don't know. I'm not even going to try to prophesy that at all. I'm just going to say when you at the next phase. At the next phase. If you're still doing what we do, what then we, come on through. I will. Because I, I will. don't know. You don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Robin. I appreciate you. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Brian Andrew Wilson. Be sure to connect with him online, but most importantly, be sure to get the music. With every beat of my heart, is his latest single. Go and add it to your favorites now on your favorite streaming services so you can check it out. The album is The 1%, right? The 1%. The 1%. Listen to the whole project. It's really diverse. In the meantime, check him out online. Connect with him and tell him you heard about him on Gospel Highway 11. We're Philly's first all-gospel music station. It's me, Robin, on your radio, hanging out with you on a Thursday afternoon. Coming up with more great gospel music. Uh-huh, the best of it. are live here on Philly's First All Gospel Music Station. We've got a special in-studio guest. Now, you heard the voice of this young man. We still get requests for this song. And I've got the singer that, of course, he's a little older now, but his name is Brian Andrew Wilson. <laughs> and as a youngster, this song did amazing things. Still in libraries, and people still call and ask for that version, which wow. is eight minutes. <laughs> <laughs> But here's the thing I love about working here, Brian, is that we can play it. Yes, that's that we can play it for him and we can bless him with it. Ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't figured it out, I have live in my studio, Brian Andrew Wilson. What's up? What's up? Brian is back. And of course, Brian is no stranger to Gospel Highway 11. What I'm excited about is the fact that you're continuing to reinvent yourself. Even as a youngster, of course, we've heard the story about how it all started. We'll probably get a little bit of that in a second. But (laughs) okay, um, but you're still doing it. Still doing it. Still going strong. 
you know, like you said, reinventing myself. And I think that comes with rediscovering, you know, finding new parts of your life, finding new parts of you that you didn't know were there or that have now recently been, you know, evolved. So that's where I am. New experiences causes new songs and new songs causes new reactions, you know, from people. So that's where I am musically. And that's where I am in life, actually. So I'm taking on some new feats. I'm enjoying teaching, something that i never done before. Um, utilizing that degree, amen, that uh, that student loan debt I'm utilizing. How about it? How about it took me 10 years to pay mine off? I mean, from undergrad. Wow. Undergrad wow. Loan. It comes with it. It comes with it. But you know what, Robin, what I found out is that it's something, it's a good debt. You know, it's something that it's, it's causing me to have experiences and meet new people and have new challenges that I wouldn't have had, you know, otherwise. So that, you know, coupled with, you know, singing and then coupled with ministry uh, as far as pastoring. So there's just a lot of things I got going on right now. I'm, I'm trying to get the balance of it all together. I'm somewhat feel like I got my niche so far. So that's where I am. It's, it's awesome to see that you've developed. Now, how long ago did you record that song, His wow. Eyes on a Sparrow? His Eyes on a Sparrow was recorded in 1995. Are you serious? 1994. Whoa. Wow. Wait a minute, 1994. How many years ago is that? That Bill? is, is that, 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 let's see, that's almost 16 years. Oh, wow. 16 years ago. Wow. That's amazing. No, I didn't even realize no, it that's just Because this is 20. This is 20. So that would be four. That would be 24 years ago. 24 years. 26. Right. 26. Huh? If it was 1994. Oh, you're right. Yes. I teach science, not math, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so it's over yeah. a, uh, 25 years old. That's amazing. Over 25 years ago. But now your voice has changed just a little bit. Oh, yeah. It's a couple of octaves lower. <laughs> about, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you still have some high notes, bro. Yeah. I still have the range. And we just played uh, I Put You First. You, you're hitting some, some high notes. Yeah, the range is still there. You know, of course, I don't stay up there as long. And, you know, but that's <laughs> but something. But you hit them. I hit them, but I hit it, right? I hit it. I hit it. And that's something that I even had to deal with, you know, uh, relearning my voice. That's one of the rediscoveries that I had to go through, you know, understanding my range, understanding what my voice sounds like now. And I tell people, you know, when I was a child, I sang from a place of innocence. You know, as a man, I sing from a place of experience. Right. And I think that that shows up in the texture. It shows up in the sound. I was just talking with uh, Bill today, just how I'm appreciating where I am vocally right now. You know, there's a raspiness there. Ooh. There's a there's a, a, a edginess on my voice. I'm like, you know, that speaks to my experience. It speaks to who I am. It does. It speaks to who I am. You know, so a lot of people don't know the the person behind the voice or the person behind the ministry and but those who know me know that I kind of have a somewhat of a a little edge to myself you know from my okay. family uh being from south of Chicago praise the lord and the lord. uh so <laughs> so that's kind of in me somewhat and it just just expresses who I am it's just a dis display of who I am that's pretty awesome so you have a new song so tell us about the new stuff well right now we're uh there's a song that we're both songs are dealing with love one song is called with every beat of my heart it has this worship almost alternative rock kind of feel to it somewhat mm -hmm. and it basically just talks about me falling in love with Jesus Christ me being in love with him and understanding that it's not all the time about necessarily being in a structure or, or, or a place a sanctuary but with every beat of my heart means no matter where I am as long as my heart is beating I'm going to love you I'm going to honor you I'm going to worship you and I had to learn that growing up in church you know sometimes the traditions of church can make you feel less than what God has told us that we are. And so this song basically talks about how God loves you where you are, and he loves you where you are because it's an invitation for him to bring you deeper to where he is. And so that's what that song is talking about. Then there's another song, Only You, uh, which deals with 
of course, God being the only person in our life. But, you know, right now, this phase and season in my life, I'm, I, um, in, I, I'm in love with Uh-oh. someone else. And Uh-oh. also, in Jesus' name, praise the Lord. <laughs> okay, so, so you, you're in love with somebody else, but you add the praise the Lord, Jesus' name. Is that the kind of sanction? Is that kind of sanction? <laughs> sanction in No, I, you know, Robin, I am in a good place. I'm in a beautiful relationship. Um, I don't know if you. I should go further we'll, and talk, we'll talk about We'll, we'll talk about okay, it in a second. Right. I, I'll let you get back to okay, it. Yeah, and, so. and let's stay here on the music because you said yeah. something key. You said something about the church, and it doesn't always... Well, I was talking about in in church, sometimes tradition causes us to focus on what we have done wrong or who we are not yet. And I think that God's love knows. That's the reason he died before we sinned because he knew we would sin, right? Mm, So he died knowing that we already had a debt that we hadn't even occurred yet. So when we take that that premise and we take that concept into the body of Christ, when we tell people, listen, it doesn't matter where you are right now. It doesn't matter what you have done. God loves you because he wants you to come closer to him. His love is not a repellent. It compels you. And I think it should. Right. But the church doesn't always match. The church doesn't match that because I think sometimes we find our identities People, I will say this, people some people oftentimes in church sectors find a certain level of power when they have the ability to say that I'm saved and you're not, or, or I'm righteous and you're not, or either, you know, I'm the bishop of the the fans and the belt drive. I don't know. You know, that gives them a sense of entitlement, and it, it kind of puffs people up when they know that someone else is not on that straight and narrow. But when we understand that all of our righteousness is as filthy rags, and it doesn't matter how how much you speak in tongues. It doesn't matter how long your skirt is. It doesn't matter how many verses you know. You can do nothing to merit the love of God. And so since we can't do nothing to merit the love of God, then we should all be receptive of where his love has taken us, and that's in a deeper and closer relationship with him. Wow. So you said so much. I could probably talk about that for an hour at least. <laughs> well, we're here to talk about you, your ministry, your music, your pastor too, aren't you? Yes, I'm pastoring right now. Shout out tell. to Freedom of Atlanta in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, we have a couple of outreach ministries. We have three in South Carolina. We have one in Florida and uh, we have an outreach in D.C. area. So God is just really blessed. It's it's a Robin. It's a, a place that I didn't see myself. You know, ten years ago, I didn't. Yeah. See myself. So we weren't talking about pastoring. I think the last time you were here, no, a few absolutely years ago, not. The last set of music. No, we talking about Stella Awards With, and stuff like that. <laughs> and now he's a pastor. And now I'm pastoring and in love and in love, right? <laughs> Talking about in love. Things, and so things change. things change and I'm embracing the change. That's good. You know, I'm embracing the change. I feel that is one way to keep innovative. That's one way to keep life exciting, you know, to understand that every cycle is not the same and some cycles have to end, some seasons have to begin. And that's exactly where I am. But to get, you know, back to what you're saying, Pastor, and I I'm loving it. For a while, I didn't want to do it. I was kind of like Jonah. I don't want to do it. Throw me overboard. Throw me over the ship, a balcony, anything. I don't want to do it. You know, to be honest, yeah. anybody that runs to that, th- that's probably not ma- your call. Ma- yeah, it makes you wonder. Like, mm-mm. Nope. Nope. Yeah, you all know what you're doing. You know, you, I'm old enough to know that if you want to run towards that, then uh, it's, yeah, it's, I'm it's, you're not you. doing it for him. Because if you really are, if your heart's the right place, yeah. 
you're going to run from it because it's awesome responsibility. It's an awesome responsibility. It's and that's the key word. That's the key word. You're not responsible just for yourself, but you're responsible for other souls. You have, mm. you're responsible. The information that you give out, the the tr- the titles, My the Lord. sermon, your lifestyle. You know everything is being displayed, and you are the example in every supposed feat. to be supposed to be. And you know what? You are an example even if you don't, even if you're a bad example. You're still an example. You're still the example, and yeah. that's and that's the danger of it. And and, right? you, and people follow you. <laughs> to wherever you go wherever you go but i'm following it i i love the call now um because i had to take off the i hate to say this word again but the tradition that traditional aspect and perspective of what i felt like a pastor should be and how a pastor should dress you know what how how you should say you know god bless your daughter you know that ain't me i'm like yo what's good today you know what i'm saying that's how i am in my services which is which is what i think jesus was i mean and and when you read it when you read about jesus in the bible he doesn't look like any of the pastors that we see today most of them i ain't gonna say all but it doesn't look the same he was chilling with prostitutes and they was mad about it. They was mad about a prostitute washed his feet. They was he, mad about he was with he was with a tax collector, and in that mad. day and time, that was considered like the IRS. You know, yeah. nobody wants to see the IRS. Man, you know, y'all got tax season coming around. He was with uh, a man who cussed all the time. Peter, he cussed. You could go on. You know, and we on. can go on and on. So this is the man that we exemplify our lives after, that we follow after, we pattern after. But we don't. Jesus, but our leaders don't look like him. They don't look like him. He was approachable. Let's not, let, let's stop right there. Let's have a benediction right there. You know. <laughs> anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I am talking with Brian Andrew Wilson. Yeah, yes. I am Brian Andrew. Andrew. Wilson. He is the voice behind his eyes on the sparrow some twenty five years ago. Yes, but he's also the voice on the latest single that we're playing. He just talked about it. In fact, that's what this conversation was all about. Every. Beat of my heart. heart. So we're going to play that for you in just a second. We're Philly's first all-gospel music station. We're Gospel Highway 11. It's me, Robin, on your radio in studio live with Brian Andrew Wilson. If you want to join us online, find me on Facebook at Robin on Radio. Find me on Twitter at Radio Robin, R-A-D-I-O-R-O-B-Y-N. And you can see the action. we got to go to a little commercial break. We're going to come back. We're going to play the new song from Brian Andrew Wilson. We're going to talk a little bit about this love life thing. Oh, yeah. He touched on. And we're going to talk about what's next for Brian Andrew Wilson. And go back just a little bit. i got to share this story about when you first started singing this Eyes on the Sparrow story. It's a great story. Stay tuned for it. Call somebody. Tell them great things happening right here on Philly's first all gospel music station. We'll be back.